Gorpulations. Welcome back to Gorponomics. This is uh, this is Josh. I'm Josh, and this is Gorp. I'm here with Fry. Say hi, Fry. Hi, Fry. Hi, Fry. <laughs> um, we're gonna t- just take a minute uh, this time around. We got people moving and people doing this and all kinds of excuses. So today we're just gonna take a little uh, breather and do one of those old uh, get to know you, get to know the staff kind of things. Um, last time we did this, it was me. So now it's on Fry. We're going to learn a little bit about Fry and see what this jerk has to say. What do you think about that? I think, I think that is ideal since this is, uh, one of the things that you and I were able to finally get off the ground, uh, wearing a logo shirt from, uh, one of the things that we were not able to get off the ground. (laughs) We made, it, we made a drinking game, and it's just—it's basically poison. You, you really shouldn't be on the market. It shouldn't be called WSB. It should be called Death. Just Death. Yeah. You'll die. Death. <laughs> the shit right here. All right. Well, we got some questions. Some of them are um, good. The others are not. We're gonna see where we go with Mister Fry. Uh, we're gonna start. Um, in the normal way, you might at maybe a cocktail party or a business luncheon. Give your, give me your elevator pitch for your life. What's your, what's your move? Maybe, maybe if your life is a movie, what's the elevator pitch for the movie? Okay. All right. You're going to give the impression like you are BMOC, but in reality, you're just that person that goes with the flow and isn't afraid to just do things because no one else is going to get it done if you don't just do it. Uh, that's kind of how I've lived based on a movie pitch. Uh, but elevator pitch of my life is really one I haven't thought about. Uh, essentially, it's just like, man, you can't go back in time. Some bad shit's going to happen. You're not going to be able to change the bad shit. So you might as well just move forward and learn from it. And that movie's going to be called Life is a Highway. The story of um, it's gonna Absolutely. be like um bad, like Bad Boys Two where they play Shake Your Tail Feather every scene cut. Um, every time it goes to a different scene, it's gonna be Life is a highway, and it'll just echo off highway, highway, highway. and then it goes to the next. Scene. I just want <laughs> I want that um God, why did the movie just leave me? That uh, uh, Johnny Depp. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, sunglasses, staring at the highway look, yeah, yeah, but with yeah. a way different, happier vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have a demon smile on your face. You have a regular smile on your face. Just a regular smile. Yeah. All right, that's cool. Um, now, here's a question. And less chains. Here's a question. Um, maybe we'll come back to the movie, movie bit, but uh, maybe a little more obscure. The question is, who was the coolest? Who was the coolest? Gosh, it just depends on where we want to go with that question. Mm. If you're talking about, like, in the football world, Tim Brown. I thought he was just the coolest ever. And then, like, as I grew up, I had, like, a rebellious stage that was very young. I was way too young to have a rebellious stage. But (laughs) there was uh, DX was the coolest for a while for me. I thought Degenerate. Oh, Degeneration X, NWO, just the outside, that, that was so appealing to me as somebody, it was so weird to me because I've, I've since shifted to like the heroes. I love the hero side, but I don't know why it was just, they weren't villains, right? They were heels. They weren't yeah. villains. They were evil, Maybe Hollywood Hogan was a villain. Heels, not villains. And I just, man, I thought it was the, as somebody that tried to do the right thing and 
desperately wanted to be cool but didn't really know how i thought they were just the best mm-hmm. they're the guys that like, the spaghetti out of your plate and just laugh about it yeah not really villains. and just like, cool. like they were cool in the in the bad boy way i thought it was effortlessly cool except for triple h there was a lot of effort there but everyone else was effortlessly cool in that group for some reason to me yeah. i thought that they they were the coolest and then like in my adult life i think that people like regard i don't look at like lots of people look at money as something i lots of people like worship dollars I look at people that just like do the right thing and don't have to like spread the news everywhere that they did the right thing. Mm. I think those people, even though we don't always hear about them, I think those people are just the coolest right now. Like literally like that. You're not on TikTok or Instagram and be like, look, I gave this guy $5,000. Yeah. Just like, Hey, you just do cool stuff. I think those people right now are the coolest. Yeah. Pretty cool dudes. Those folks or chicks or ladies, yeah, well, everyone's or people, a dude, bro. Or, or zeros and ones? Dude, we're all dudes. It's a pronoun-friendly term, dude. Um, okay. Or bro. Well, wait. isn't it weird? I don't mean to like. I don't mean to like throw this interview into a weird direction, but isn't it weird how bro became a non-binary term? Bruh. Like everybody's bro. Yeah. I think, bruh, um, bro. Like moms or bruh and bro. Bruh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a little cuspy era. It goes back and forth where man, like, hey man, come on, man. Yeah. Like, that was almost yeah. universal. Not quite. Because people still didn't like it, of course. Because when you call someone a man, it's... <laughs> I'm not a man. Shut up. I am. Bruh. Definitely, <laughs> definitely works. Um, it's, I like it. Why not? It's just really relaxed and casual. <clears throat> and casual wins the day in the end. It hit us out of nowhere, I think. Like, I wasn't expecting it. But one day I was at uh, my father's house. And, like, all my stepbrother and my stepsister were all like, Bruh, come on, bro! Yeah. Bro, to like everyone. Everyone was bro and bro. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But tell me about Tim Brown. What's his deal? I don't know who that is. Oh, he was just the... I was like a five-year-old kid that really just was obsessed with football. And he was the greatest Raider that existed. He was the only Raider that was always on the team. Like, he was the only... Him and Steve Wisniewski, Lincoln Kennedy... They were like the only constants. We had different running backs every year. It seemed like a different quarterback every year, still a different quarterback every year, except for we had some some 10 years or so of Derek Carr. But Tim Brown was a North Star. He was a constant. He was always in the uniform, always 81, like 17 years. The Probably one of the greatest stats receivers of his day, as far as stats were concerned. And he was just a bad man. He was always going over the middle, which a lot of wide receivers were afraid to do. He was always over the middle. He was just a bad dude, always in the silver and black, always played, felt like he was never hurt, like did everything, returned punts, caught the ball, ran jet sweeps. He's just the best. I think he was ahead of his time. I think in today's NFL, he would have crushed people. This is early Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, it's... Uh, so I believe he was drafted in 1988, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. You could fact check me. I don't. I haven't done. I didn't do prep for this show, everyone. I kind of had an idea that he wanted to interview me, so you can't really prepare for that test. So, <laughs> so I didn't do prep, but I think it was 1988 Heisman Trophy winner out of Notre Dame, and so I was just born. So yeah, I really was cognizant of him. I want to say around five years old. Mm. That's cool. That's interesting. You went straight to football with that. Who was the coolest? But I guess that's common. You know, like. <laughs> it's really easy to go to the goats first, you know. 
at one yeah. point, what little well, was the coolest, or Michael Jordan, of course, was the coolest I'm, for a while. Dion. In that era, I mean, <clears throat> you could you it could have been Power Rangers at yeah. five years old and or yeah, so. Yeah, they were the coolest. It could have been, yeah, it could have been Brett the Hitman Hart yeah. at five years old or so. Uh, it could have been. I'm trying to think of some other things that were super impactful. Wolverine. Sure. It could have been Wolverine or Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah. You know, <laughs> those were all the coolest things for sure. Wolverines. Um, okay, here's a here's a good one. Uh, tomorrow, there's nothing else to watch or listen to again. All forms of entertainment on cross media, are, they're just gone forever. What are mm-hmm. you going to do now? What am I going to do no now? Well, go outside. TV screens. Go outside. Hike a lot. Walk a lot. Lift a lot of weights. Uh, probably learn how to read. <laughs> I've struggled with that. <laughs> My whole life, not knowing how to read has been rough. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, become more interested in, in learning, probably pursue, pursue more degrees at a more vigorous level than, than I have. Like, uh, got the associates, got the bachelor's, got a lot of classes under my belt on my way to that that mm-hmm. just are irrelevant because the credits didn't transfer to the degree. So probably, like, pick up certifications Go out, talk to people, train people to be better, Talking show people. people like, yeah, show people like efficiency isn't everything. And the, uh, what people often want you to see isn't really who they are type stuff. Sure. Uh, train people on that. Okay. But what about, um, you know, people have their comfort show like office or whatever it is at the time. So when mm-hmm. you have your downtime and it's just time to just chill, what are you going to be doing? Like um, painting your toenails or what? But there's no entertainment, you said, or is yeah. this a different question? Well, no, it's the same question. I'm just saying, like, of course, yeah, all you'll have more time to do all that stuff. But like, there's going to be downtime where you would normally turn on. Oh, the- just in downtime, like, what am I going to do with my boring time? Yeah. Oh gosh, read or actually like learn, like commit myself to make music. Like I've Ooh. always, like I know I'm not, like I, I just the problem is I've never had like backing in my life if that makes sense i've had like parents that were like yeah we do whatever you want yeah but i've never had like someone's like you're so great at this do it we'll give you resources Mm -hmm. we'll make sure that even when you don't want to be held accountable we'll hold you accountable like even this for me is me (laughs) for the most part like you do hold my feet to the fire when it comes like crunch time but for the most part a lot of the shows and a lot of the editing and stuff it's me saying hey this needs to get done I don't have anyone pushing. I really wish I had that. Fun story is a side note. My mom can corroborate this. Corroborate. I really wanted to play the cello, like so bad in third cello, grade. Cello, huh? So I thought it was the do do the bass, you know, yeah. the bass of the string section. Like I thought it was so cool. Like your string eight oh eight. I'm just playing, but <laughs> but I I just. I loved it, and I thought it was big, and it was kind of interesting. This goes into how I was raised with this hyper-toxic masculine culture of the 90s, you know? Um, And, well, as far as my upbringing is concerned, I don't know if that's everybody's experience, but, like, be a man. You got to be a boy. And I saw this big, huge instrument. I was like, that, to me, in in the mind of a third grader, that's a man's instrument, right? I know it sounds funny. It sounds weird, but put yourself in perspective of someone in 1995 that's, like, 11 years old. Seven or eight years old, like a bad one. You know, so I I thought it was, dude. I thought it was the coolest thing. I did it like from the moment I saw it was a lady that sat down and played. I was like, 
in my head, I was like, that is so badass, yeah. Yeah. you know? And uh, I wanted to play it. So I, I went to the music class and they teach you a couple notes or whatever. And then you have to take a music test. It's just a basic test, but it's like an aptitude. Mm-hmm. And if you scored a 90, and this is the story of my life on aptitude tests. It really is. And it's not that I don't try. It's that I don't, I don't know how necessarily to put my full self into things. Like you see me get mad or get frustrated and just thrash somebody at something just because it happens. But that's super rare. That's like me needing to put you in your, and then I don't really care. Like I give the impression that I care about a lot of things, but in a quiet moment, people that actually listen to me talk, they realize, oh, fright. He doesn't actually care until you get him to that level. Like there's a point where he cares, but for the most part, I just want to have fun with people. And I want all, it's weird. I I am still that guy. I, I joke around that I'm not a lot, then I'll just whoop your ass. But like, if I see that you're miserable with it, I'll give up a game. Like whatever. Like if it's your identity, to win at everything <laughs> you can win at everything it's not yeah. my it's not my identity well that it's, goes along with i like being good at stuff when you said you <laughs> go never, ahead i don't i don't know what episode it was but you said uh you always let the lady win yeah just <laughs> i couldn't and it's like it's 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 i i can't uh can't help myself uh, but anyway, so this goes along with a lot of that. I took this aptitude test, and, and I, you know, I, I assume I've had this mentality. It's hard to go all the way back there and put myself exactly in that uh, in that moment. But I assume I've been much like I am now, which is like, just pass. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, it matters what you do with it when you get it. Mm-hmm. You just got to pass and get there. So do the bullshit so you can actually do the job and be badass at the job right but don't worry about the aptitude screw it yeah and that's always how i've lived my life is like just be good when you get there like get there uh and i scored an 89 mm. an 89 and uh we've you and i have talked about like the top ramen and why i hate ramen because it's like all we ate mm. for a long stretch of life was like that was lunch and dinner you know yeah. and uh we were so broke we were living in the guest room at my grandmother's house uh, and my mom, man, dude, bless her. She drove me all over a town called Livermore, California, just looking for someone that would rent us an affordable cello because I missed the free cello, the free instrument oh. by 1%. She drove to like four music stores in one night. My mom did wow. looking for somebody that would, that she drove to pawn shops too, just looking for a cello, like trying to find, and she couldn't, and she was like apologetic. I'm sure she felt terrible knowing my mom but she didn't show it like she tried to be tough and make me make me tough be like you know we tried just can't do it we can't afford it and it really sucks because if anyone's familiar with with livermore there's a lot of affluent people there like it's even back then there's there's a poor section but even in the poor section like across the street you have people with money Mm -hmm. you know and and it's it it blew my mind i was like man you got it's just like it's kind of where our society is it's almost like an allegory to society today is like you're you got all these rich people and all these people with the means to get these things for their children or their family and they have the means to have a tutor so they get a 90 meanwhile you have these ghetto kids who ain't got shit and no tutor and no parents have no musical ability to help them study or to help them learn and you're like ah screw them they didn't pass the test and that just it just but you know what I mean, though. It just doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. And, yeah, yeah. and that that's probably what I would do is I'd, I'd I'd finally find a moment if there's no entertainment, no video games, to teach myself music. Like now, I'd I'd, I'd love to learn digital music and how to create 
produce music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd probably take that time to do that as opposed to drowning myself in work to run this rat race. Rat race. It's the worst. Da, 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 da. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was long-winded. No, it's all good. Now let's get back to um, the show as a whole. If you can remember, what do you think maybe was your favorite Gorp uh, episode? One that really uh, strikes your memories positively. Ow. So the the one that stood out to me that I felt like we could have done better so far um, is the Apocalypse episode. Oh. But that one was a lot of fun to do. It was, it was fun. fun to talk about. And it it was me at my most arrogant, unfortunately. And I hated that part of it. Because like oh. I could do that. I could do that. Oh, I could no. do that. I you know, mean, I didn't want to come across that, that way. <laughs> That was funny. I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to have confidence there. And it's also just like, it's really something as a, a certain type of dude thinks about that crap a lot, especially when they're younger. So like, there is part of me as well that thinks I could survive with just a knife and a yeah. canteen. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. That was a lot of fun, though. Shout out to Mark Swan was there. And I think was it Jess? Yeah. Yeah. Jess. Yeah, it was Jess. I miss Jess. Jess is uh, for at least a guest spot soon, I'm sure. Yeah, I hope so. But yeah, that that was a fun episode, and I I suppose I'd also answer your question with this was our first year, and just get out out there and just start recording, just start putting content out there, and, and the yeah. audience, you guys watch. We we've got probably I would say we're growing still, and I don't think people grasp that and that we accept that because we still have haters, but I kind of block them or I ignore them. Um, we do. Tell me their names. Don't right don't worry about it. I I, pr- I protect us, but uh, <laughs> I protect us from BS because the thing is, like, we are growing, and it's we're growing from no platform, no background, no one knew who the hell we were really, and we've got over the over the three shows a solid like two hundred people that watch every month, hmm. every month a solid two hundred people, even though we only have sixty eight subscribers. Like there are two hundred people that watch every single month. And I, I that blows my mind because it, it, it's, it's, it's an honor because who the hell are we? And I think it lifts people's spirits. I think it's awesome. But yeah, I think to, I say all, that, say all that to say, I don't know necessarily that what will be my favorite episode has happened yet. But the Apocalypse okay. episode was great. All right. Well, aside from Apocalypse, maybe you could think of uh, like a specific topic that maybe you would have liked to expand upon that we didn't quite hit right or... Well, what was your favorite episode today, really quick, if you don't mind me asking? I know this um, is in the Josh interview, but what was your no, favorite? Uh, Maybe yeah, I have something cool. there. I I can't say exactly. Um, I really love every episode we've had with Brooke, if I can be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, she just makes me giggle a lot, so that's pretty cool. Um, I really did. Okay, now I remember. I enjoyed when we talked about books to film and stuff. The book episodes. Oh, adaptations. Uh, adaptations. Yeah, that was good. And we talked about books in general too. That was that was really nice. Uh, Jess was great on the show. Um, like I said, I'm hoping she comes back sometime in some form or fashion. But uh, yeah, I like I like those those episodes, and uh, I like when we get silly and we can start bouncing off each other like that. It's nice to get serious or calm and collected sometimes. But uh, the sillier the sillier we can make it, the better. And it's nice when we have differing opinions besides two bros shitting around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think it'd be fun to really sink into 
uh, a lot of different topics. I suppose the video games episode, I think that would be, uh, I think the, the, the keeping it light and funny and whatever, that's, that's kind of my fault in production and trying to keep it that way to build out an audience. And I know uh, sometimes we, 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 we have a, we, well, we have a cry out right now with, uh, a lot of members of the team that want to get a little bit more deep, a little bit more personal. And uh, I, I do too. I, I would like that. And I would have liked that in the video game episode. Uh, if we were to go more into like, what did these video games actually mean to us? Why did we, because mm -hmm. uh, the people that did that show, we all used to play video games at a fairly fair amount. You s still play a lot of games. Like you always tell me you don't have time, but somehow you're like, oh, I played that. And I'm like, you tell me you don't have time all the time. How do you get to all these games before I get to these games? <laughs> so I think it would have been fun to like, what's the meaning of that? Or, or what does it do for your psyche? I think that would have been fun. Yeah, for sure. Corp has never really had a set mission plan. And I think that's for the best. Because mm -hmm. they have plenty of shows that are about something. And I'm not saying we're the Seinfeld of podcasts. But I'm saying we're allowed to be nebulous with our subject matter and our tone from time to time. And we always, we always want to lean, lean on something a little more easy to listen to, pleasant, something to do when you're in the traffic or whatever. But... Yeah, I like and that. cereal just popped into my head. Oh, cereal was the best episode. I really would, man. <laughs> if there was an episode I was mad I wasn't there for, it was that one. Yeah. I was like, oh my god! I was like editing it uh, in post production, and I was like uh, talking about. It. I was like, you didn't say this. <laughs> like the whole time. You forgot about the crunch man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel you. Yeah, How did you leave out the smash frog? <laughs> he does a drop kick right on the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy okay well here's a new question or maybe a challenge rather quote a movie now you want me on that wall you need me on that wall <laughs> what was that a few good men oh i haven't seen that in years the first thing that popped into my head I was thinking that. It was the first thing that popped into my head. Or, you know, like uh, what we were talking about in pre-production, I could have done, who's the baddest? Show no. <laughs> who's the meanest? Show no. Because that would I just watched. So that, that would have popped in. But I don't know. A few good men popped into my head. Yeah, check us out uh, soon. Oh, we'll have the uh, popcorn and beers. Uh, maybe we, it's already posted by now. I'm not sure. But uh going to be talking about some... The Last Dragon in 1985 Kung Fu movie. Check it out. <laughs> as well as other stuff. I think All it's right. a good film right on the back of uh, of uh, Black Dynamite, I do. Yeah, it was good because you see I mean, part <laughs> of what was in Last Dragon got used in Black Dynamite as the spoof stuff. Next question. This doesn't have to be movie related. It could be anything, really. Um, coolest costume. What, what was a cool costume? George Clooney with the nipples. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, the coolest. So here, here's the thing. We'll go WWE first. Uh, obviously, classic Undertaker is one of the coolest costumes ever to exist ever in the history of ever. And that would include uh, I will say though, can be earned, right? Yeah, the whole the whole bong shui that it brought. <laughs> yeah, the the whole uh, kitten caboodle. If you uh, will. R.I.P. Paul. But um, also, you know that joke? I never got that as a child. Paul Bear. I never, mm -hmm. never got it until I was an adult. 
<laughs> uh, but uh, Kane was, I thought Kane, when his brother existed, I thought that was a pretty badass costume myself yeah. with the black mask and the black and yeah. red. I, I did like that costume quite a bit. But if we go to movies, I've always loved um, Logan, just the regular Logan costume, just like old man, the, you know, I can't, I can't the, the white tank top is what we'll call yeah. it. I, yeah, I almost called it a bad, a bad name that we can't lover. call it anymore. We call it wife lovers. Now. Yes. Which is uh, but with the, with the cowboy, yeah, but you know what I'm saying though? When he had the cowboy boots. With the boot yeah. cut jeans and the, the the cowboy belt buckle, I thought that ensemble was awesome. I thought that was yeah. one of the coolest costumes for sure. Wolverine throughout yeah. the comics has that with I mean with the addition of the brown jacket, but yeah, he looks he looks good when he's all hunky tonked up. Yeah, Michonne from Walking Dead. Michonne's pretty badass, Ooh. and then totally. I like her a lot and uh, Black Panther, uh, bull or, or dude seventies Luke Cage, set with the with the you fro like and like the, the chain necklace. Like it's just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's the time. Uh, it was the time. Good. What do you? Yeah, like disco yeah. disco Luke Cage. Like, like what yeah, do you he do? had that like frilly silk yellow shirt. Like that's a choice. Yes, right with the V cut. <laughs> like yeah. Come on, <laughs> like mustard color, frilly. Uh, like, like that was. I mean, it's the seventies. What do you want from him? Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah, those I'll, are those. I think are some of the coolest. I'll always probably go with Ultimate Warrior as a costume. Yeah. Um. It, yeah. His costume. His costume is so good. Everyone forgets that he was a garbage wrestler and a bad person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's how good his costume is. Yeah. <laughs> and then and, and think about like how many like post-apocalyptic like face paints that inspired absolutely that face yeah. paint yeah. <laughs> like, you right like it had to have yeah absolutely <laughs> that's Pretty a good, good one stuff. macho yeah. man macho when he was man, king savage, for sure. when he was king macho man randy savage king with the man. the frills and they'd spin around in the ring like yo the cowboy hat the cowboy oh man did you he like the black and white like... checker <laughs> man did you I like the black and white checkered or like the orange yellow green style i like the orange yellow green and i really loved it when his okay. costume had like holographic like reflective effects yes was like the, the Lord, disco you know? mirror yeah yeah him and prince queen elizabeth whoo <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on time, I suppose, I have uh, one pressing question and one pressing question. So that's two questions. One of them is, um, if you could guest, like maybe to plug the Sad Fan Network, you are a guest host on some other podcast. Where would you like to go? The Dan Lepetard Show with Stu Gatz. The Dan Lepetard Show with Stu Gatz. That's that's where I would like to plug the show. Yeah, you listen to that. Yeah, that's cool. That's a long that's, show. I, I, four hours still, right? Yeah, I mean, I I admire the work ethic. I I admire the message. I mean, like it's funny because no matter what you do, because they were able to be successful at it first, you're going to be seen as, as as imitating. But we've been trying to do this as long as they've been doing it, which is mm -hmm. develop a company with our friends. Like we tried to do it with movies. We we were writing scripts in our office. I don't know if you remember that on the weekends in your finance office, some movies that we, we no. wanted to do. 
we were trying to be artists. We were doing that. You were getting mad at me because I didn't know how to write dialogue properly because I, you know, I'm not an artist. I can just write, uh, dick. But also there. Exactly. Good, right? But uh, but there was uh, there was. I mean, we've been trying to do something that would generate enough revenue to where we could work with our friends mm. and just have a good time at work. And just like you said, shoot the shit and yeah. uh, have people understand that you could do a job and be happy for a long time. And I think that's what for they sure. do. So I, I would love to be a part of that and show like, Hey, we're, we're out here working. We're out here grinding. We, we have a similar message, not quite the same. Sometimes we're wrong. Sometimes we're right, but we're okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'm known for just saying wild and wacky things like don't protect your joints when you're playing sports. Um, <laughs> but I'm also the first one to happily say, oh, that was dumb, right? Yeah. Anyway, yes. <laughs> um, that's cool. I think if I was going to do one, it'd probably be, I mean, it'd be fun to be on. Um, it'd be fun to be on Two Bears, One Cave if Bert wasn't there that week. <laughs> <laughs> I got a You and Jordan both. You and Jordan Bull from Popcorn and Beers. <laughs> I can only take him sometimes. Sometimes he's funny and sometimes he's a good interview. He's got a new one now. He's talking to Kevin Smith. And did you know Kevin Smith is like one of the pioneers of podcasting? Like it was him and three other I did people not. once upon a time. Comic Book Men? Was it Comic Book Men was one of the things? I think it was he uh, had that Smod show. or something. Smodcast. And it was like 2007. Oh, okay, he had... He's been doing it since then. He had Comic Book Men where the show would always divulge. Divolve, pardon me, into like a podcast with the three of them talking. Oh yeah, that might be it. But I, I just know that he's been doing it since 2007, and he was talking to Bert about that on Two Bears, and he was just like, "I've been doing this for almost 15 years, and <laughs> I'm the only one on my show. I'm looking around here. You have 15 people in your cast, and you're renting a property. You know what I mean? He has a, <laughs> he has a, a team. So Kevin's like Kevin Smith. He's like." What did I do wrong? What am I doing wrong here? Because you have all this equipment and the staff and stuff. Anyway. Uh, anyway, that's enough. Um, okay. And finally, the most important question. No okay. more kissing or no more dipping sauce? No more dipping sauce. You'd be cool with no more dipping sauce? I mean, I don't. I, I just ever? told you about my nuggets experience. On my way yeah, here. Yeah, you did just eat 20 so. nuggets dry, raw dog in it. Yeah. Just shoved them in there. Just, yeah, so, so I, I, I mean, I go without dipping sauce quite a bit. Plus, you didn't say without a spread. So I could still, like, if oh, I so want a Chick-fil-A spread across my yeah, burger can, bun, my Chick-fil-A sandwich. You can't dip your yeah, fries, though. So, yeah, your so I would be able to dip my fries, but I could put the fries in the burger in the chicken sandwich. Fried but, uh, acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, I eat my, you're going to be mad at me. I don't use ketchup, man. I eat my fries just normal. <laughs> I don't eat ketchup. We know no one likes ketchup. Oh, because you I don't eat them with anything about it. to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Ketchup. <laughs> to be clear. Let, let oh, wow. America and the rest of the world. Uh, ketchup is the worst condiment. There's always a better option than ketchup. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Now, now, as you as you wrap the show, Josh, future Gorp show, just condiments. Condiments is a great condiments. topic. 
Yeah, that's a show. That's we could do a show on condiments. Condiments. Yeah, that's good. We can talk about, or we would just go sauces. Oh, but condiments doesn't necessarily mean a sauce because relish is not a sauce. That's a condiment, though. Cool. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad you made the wise choice because uh, you know I like a different sauce. Maybe not as much as the next guy, but I do like it. But uh, how can you go? I, I asked this question last night at work. I'm at the bar. And um, everyone, like five people, like two employees and two guests are like asking all these questions. Like like you said, a spread, does that count? What about this? What about that? What yeah. about this? But no one asked about the rules about kissing. They're just like, they're yeah. cool with that. Nobody wants to know about that. We're, we should ask for some stipulations there before we talk about sauce. How impersonal would sex be if you couldn't kiss? <laughs> Truly, It'd be man. so distant. I mean, <laughs> there would be no attack. Maybe it's better to go no kissing because there's no attachment. It's, I mean, we are here for one reason. Heaven, perhaps, yeah. Maybe if it's all business, but um, I, I mean, <laughs> kissing's where it's at, dude. That's the um, that's the number one for me. Kissing's the number one. That's where everything starts, man. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's it. Now we know everything there is to know about Fry and nothing else, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there's just nothing else. Soon uh, we will see some things. Uh, but as you turn out, you can get the last word, I suppose. You want to shout out the other uh, shows you got going on in the network or anything else you want to say? Yeah, I mean, we're continuing to grow. We're hoping for a website by the end of June. Uh, June will mark our first year in this. Uh, I think uh, at some point, June, July, we're going to go on a bit of a hiatus for some some people to get some rest. I mean, we really pushed it hard, so... But we've got Gorp. We've got some other things we've talked about making like a, a single monthly ex- uh, appearance, right, on the network, uh, like a like a monthly show. We've got talked about in the works. We've got merchandise in the works. We've got popcorn and beers, which for a while there was our most popular show. Please go back and watch it. Yeah, it's good because show. you may not be interested. Yeah, you you may not be interested in the titles that we're talking about, but I promise you, we cover everything. Like, it's wild, the range of stuff that we cover on Popcorn and Beer Entertainment. Yeah, very often we'll talk about, like, we're talking about this movie you watched this week, but we go in through, like, three or four different movies, comparing and contrasting, and we talk about a lot of movies that aren't in the hashtags, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Great show. Great great feedback from three different perspectives with three different styles on that show. Uh, And it's, it's really the way you would talk about movies Outside of Jordan, who just gives the best reviews, like I, I don't know how he does that. He does it so well, so flawless. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty, uh, but you uh, and I, pretty smooth with it. <laughs> yeah, Runs you, you and I just and uh, you're, like you're aiming with the gun. I'm, I'm just shooting with my eyes closed. <laughs> you're aiming. And he's got the scope. <laughs> so uh, then we've got the sad fan, which is suddenly, I don't know how. I appreciate it. I love all of you, but it's it's shot to the top of our our charts at the sad fan. Uh, I hope we keep making you proud with it. Uh, and you can reach us all at the Sad Fan uh, Podcast Network on YouTube. There's going to be a lot coming. And you can reach me at the Sad Fan 12. And you can reach the Sad Fan Show at the Sad Fan Cast. Popcorn and beers at Popcorn and Beer w- without the uh, D on and. And uh, Josh, you got Josh here at Gorp. Yeah, I'm at Gorp Show on the gram. And uh, personally, I'm J.R. Berkeley on the gram. Uh, Twitter as well is at Gorp Show. And uh, hey, we'll see you guys soon. We'll have a regular episode coming up. I think Brooke's coming back. Maybe Angelucci will be here soon. Like I said, looking for some guest spots from old Julie and old Jess. Um, 
we'll see what happens. We got a lot of ideas, and uh, we'll close out this first year pretty hard. Hard. Appreciate you. Bye, guys.